It's Friday. Here's your Tavatar for the Sedra of Vayechi. Looking back to the start of the Torah this week, we've been on quite a remarkable journey. What stands out for me is the fact that family seems to be one of the most complicated things to get right. Starting at the dawn of time with Adam and Eve, their two boys, well, one killed the other. Cain kills his brother Hevel, setting the scene for the most dysfunctional view of families ever. You get to Noah's time and you've got one child messing with their dad, Avram, Yitzchak, both of them have a child that's sent away, leading some scholars in the Hasidic world to claim that a child from the Torah's point of view is not someone who shares the DNA of the mother and the father, but a child is defined as one who follows in the path of their father. Yitzchak will be considered your child, Avraham, and by default, Yishmael, who doesn't follow your behavior, will not be cons- will not be considered your child. That's a shocking concept for for modern minds that your child is only really yours if he follows your righteous behavior. What about the child who seems to be on their own trajectory, going in a different direction? How can you disown such a child? But that seems to be the thrust of most of the book of Bereshus. Until you get to this week's Sedra, Yaakov on his deathbed, you have the most gorgeous of scenes, the seemingly gorgeous of scenes. All the boys around the around the bed, Yaakov wants to reveal what will be in the future. The scene seems to be set for finally a family who's got it together. Yes, they had their ups and downs, they had some years of dysfunctionality, but finally it seems that everything is harmonious and perfect, leading the Midrashic tradition to have to paint the picture, Shema Yisrael, listen Israel, meaning Yaakov, his other name, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Achad, we all believe in the same theology, we all believe in the same God, we all believe what you believe, and Yaakov finally has created what a family, one that eluded everybody else, but it's not till he is dead and gone that the brothers then turn to Joseph, the one that they sold. And now they begin to panic. Panic that finally, now that their father has left the world, he will now take revenge. And to me, this is one of the biggest crimes in the book of Bereshus. Leading a parent to believe that their child is dead. The pain and anguish that Yaakov must have lived through was enormous. And I, it's hard to imagine how such children could ever look at their father and, and rightly so that they look at Joseph thinking oh my gosh you are a very powerful individual in the land of Egypt for sure you have the potential to take revenge but this is the second lesson from the book of Bereshit that I want to, t- to bring out for you this morning without Hashem what is the Torah giving us it gives us a sense that there is a God a creator God who's involved intimately in the lives of humanity not a deist form of God who created the world and has kicked it into touch, but theistic, monotheism, the belief in one God who is involved in the lives of his subjects. Without this central belief, life seems to be cruel and vicious. There is room for revenge. There is room for hatred. Human activity seems to cause more pain than good. Life just seems to be brutal with nothing, no higher purpose. But the second message 
that we take from the opening chapters of the Torah has to be that belief in God gives you a perspective. And when Yosef has explained to his brothers that it's all part of a divine plan, I don't know how Yaakov could ever forgive. And perhaps that explains why in some commentators understanding he never actually found out the truth because that would have been impossible to have looked his children in the face and think you put me through living hell. And how can I forgive you? So perhaps he never knew. Well, let's take that interpretation as being being correct. But Yosef, at the end of the Torah, is able to say, look, this is all part of a plan, a plan that we were just pawns in Hashem's greatest plans. Get me out of Egypt. I don't belong here. You put me, Hashem put me here for a reason, but take me to the land of Israel. Let's remember the Jewish people have a destiny and a mission to set up a homeland and a society based on the principles of Hashem, based on harmonious relationships. And if you can do this thing for me, then perhaps we can move on and go on to create not just a family, but a nation. And now the scene is set for the Jewish people to emerge as Am Yisrael in the weeks that come. Have a lovely Shabbos and a good day. Good Shabbos.